Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to a podcast with me, Dave, and another thing, and Travis. We're going to be talking about what is next for the U.S. of A. Hashtag red pill. Um, now talk about a smoke screen, right? So here yeah. we are funding, either we, we are operating or funding what they admitted as bioweapons research facilities in Ukraine. But they spun it so that if a new pathogen does escape, it's Russia that did it by bombing said biolab. And we yeah. but we but we have no culpability for creating or funding that biolab and working on these heinous nefarious pathogens that in my business we have no business working with i don't believe in gain of function research i think it's pandora's box and once you open that box you have no idea what's going to happen yep you never know what exactly is going to be jumping out on that other side that's right this, and, this and, is stuff and, we can't guarantee that's right and the whole guise of of when i call it a guise because to me it's it's just so evidently bullshit that gain-of-function research is to come up with a cure for something that might hypothetically be created in the future, we'll worry about that if and when that thing is created. But don't create it and thereby pause a hazard of it being released either intentionally or uh, nefariously or by accident. Because, I mean, come on. have you, Everybody has seen the movie 12 Monkeys, right? What could yep. go wrong? What could go wrong? Please. Yep. You think like with everything that happens in the world rather than using gain of function, like maybe we could like put that amount of like work and effort into, I don't know, a cure for cancer, you know, yep. diseases that already exist rather than making up like, well, what if we, and then they just go into their like prepper dark fiction of uh, what diseases could come up and then they tried create it and then solve for it and then be like, okay, but what if it's worse and then make it worse until it Thing that is just way out of hand you're you're playing with fire eventually you're gonna get bit with this so exactly. and, and we did get bit with it you recall when uh fauci had email leaks and he's panicking going is this one of ours and then it turned out that it was both china and uh him working with it yeah there was uh bio labs uh that got leaked out with over in china but uh, we had our hands in that biolab, too. This wasn't just a Chinese biolab with China only. It turned out, U.S., yeah, we were we were kind of were a little involved on that one. Yeah, by um, the whole time we had the fox in the hen house. Yep, Fauci was tied to working with that lab. He brought $3.9 million over there to work on gain-of-function research at this lab. It was a, and through a subsidiary of the National Institute of Health, so it wasn't the National Institute of Health doing it directly. They created a little subsidiary, so plausible deniability, right? But mm -hmm. Fauci is directly leaked to that, and you and you nailed it. He even, you know, his email was outed saying, oh, God, is this ours? Could be, and nobody knows, right? We'll never know for sure if it was a lab leak or if it was intentionally leaked or how this started, right? Yep, and uh, bringing it back to 9-11, all of what's happening today echoes when you, uh, with things I was saying about, uh, I just said his name earlier, the senator, 
Republican senator. Um, Marco Rubio. Mar thank you. Um, yeah, with all of that, that uh, echoes very much um, Bush and uh, everything that happened with 9-11 saying, we believe that there are WMDs and uh, most specifically for people who aren't aware, yellow cake is like that's borderline pure uranium. At that point, you have a functioning uh, nuclear bomb. Right. So yeah, which, which uh, was all proven to be BS, right? Yep. All proven to be BS and just mil uh, uh, media fabrication, government fabrication, but then parroted by the media. And um, you mentioned earlier how the media parrots things. People, if you want, if you if you want to, if you want proof of this, and if you want an example of this, uh, look up on YouTube. The Easter Bunny has extra spring in his step this year, and this is an example of a of a seemingly innocuous example of how the media, literally hundreds of outlets, were repeating the very same sentence. And you yeah. know, WMDs was the same thing. Well, it's going to come in the in the form of a mushroom cloud, of a mushroom cloud, of a mushroom cloud, of a mushroom cloud. Yep, just like I was telling you earlier. Uh, all the different screens written up by our journalists saying the exact same thing. This is for uh, democracy or our democracy is in jeopardy on they'll all say the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, then bringing it forward to the Ministry of Truth, which is, yeah. I mean, I just, I still can't believe this, dude. I'm pinching myself right now. Like, am I in the middle of a nightmare? No, I am fully awake and cognizant. Um, yeah, well, that ties in perfectly with 9-11 because that is going uh, a subsection of the uh, Department of uh, Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. so, right. Which and I'm sure was brought about by 9-11. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to be incorporated into part of the Patriot Act, whereby, you know, if you cross the line uh, and, and prevent misinformation, quote unquote, then said agency can be dispatched to round you up. Um, yep. These are scary times. So you, who, who knows? This podcast may cross that line. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a warrior for truth. And while I can still breathe, breathe uh, air freely, I am going to speak freely. That is my belief. And that is my God given right. And I will defend that to the death. Um, I've got an article here from The Hill. Joe Biden's Ministry of Truth by Joe Concha, opinion contributor, uh, contributor 5122. Oh, wow. So today at 8 a.m., the views expressed by contributors are their own and not the view of the Hill. So a disclaimer from the publisher right there. Um, the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security announced this week that it has launched what is being dubbed a disinformation governance board to combat quote-unquote, misinformation. No, really, comma, a government agency creating a, quote-unquote, ministry of truth to combat what is deemed misinformation. And it's going to fall under the leadership of the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Alejandro uh, Mayorkas, the guy presiding over the worst border crisis of our lifetime, who publicly denies it, is a, is who denies it is a crisis at all, while par uh, privately admitting it is, who better to give more responsibility in a democracy that largely rejects government intervention over free speech? What could possibly go wrong? The person chosen to lead this new quote unquote commission on public information 
under Mayorkas is Nina Jankowicz, Jankowicz, who calls herself a disinformation fellow. Wow. And a Russian disinformation expert. Wow. Uh, This is always a fun game to play. Let's say government Ron DeSantos, Republican, has decided to create a disinformation governance board in the state of Florida. And to lead that effort, they say he chose someone who once openly pushed a partisan conspiracy theory. You can only imagine the exclamations about a chilling attack on democracy and totalitarianism rearing its head from the sunshine state. Here's what Mayorkas' choice to helm Biden's Ministry of Truth once said about Hunter Biden's infamous laptop, which many on the left and in the media dubbed as Russian disinformation in the weeks before the 2020 election. We should view it as a Trump campaign product, Jankowicz said of the story at the time, not to mention that the emails don't need to be altered to be part of an influence campaign. Voters deserve that context, not a fairy tale about a laptop repair shop, she also tweeted in October 2020. Well, it turns out the laptop from hell really is just that for Hunter Biden and possibly his father, the sitting president. The New York Times and the Washington Post with both put, both pushed the same conspiracy theory that the laptop came from Russia to hurt Joe Biden and help Donald Trump recently confirmed that the laptop and its contents belong to Hunter Biden, a federal investigation into Hunter's expanding with reports that he may have violated money laundering, tax, and foreign lobbying laws. The new head of the Ministry of Truth isn't tweeting much about that investigation these days. Why is that? Jankowicz, also a big fan of the now discredited and laughable Steele dossier, Here's what she tweeted about a great appearance of the Christopher Steele about, I'm sorry, about a guest appearance that Christopher Steele made on something called the Infogation podcast. Um, Listened to this last night. Chris Steele, yes, that Chris Steele provides some great historical context about the evolution of disinfo. Worth a listen. Steele's sources have since now proven not to be credible. His allegations of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, of Russian hookers, and of P-tapes also not credible. Yet Jankowicz once recommended that we listen to that Chris Steele when it comes to disinformation. And here's what she tweeted in recent days about Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. Last week, quote unquote, last week I told at NPR Michael, I shudder to think about if free speech absolutists were taking over more platforms, what that would look like for the marginalization, marginalized communities, which are already shouldering disproportionate amounts of abuse. This pro-steel anti-musker will report to Mayorkas, who is said in Congress testimony this week, that he inherited a broken and dismantled immigration and border security system from the Trump administration, and that only Congress can fix this. He added, yet we have effectively managed an unprecedented number of non-citizens seeking to enter the United States. Border crossings have skyrocketed under Biden, Mayorkas, and surpassing an estimated 2 million in 2021. The numbers weren't remotely near those under Trump, 
It was the Biden administration that stopped the border wall construction and ended the effective remain in Mexico policy for asylum uh, seekers. It was it was Biden who, as a presidential candidate, urged migrants to surge the border and they listened. The guy whose agency is launching a disinformation governance board, also without evidence, accused his own Border Patrol agents of whipping migrants, saying that it painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. You get the point. Mayorkas and Jankowicz are two of the last people who should be leading any quote-unquote ministry of truth, and the U.S. government shouldn't even have considered creating something like this to be run by partisans with political agendas. Mm. Bam. Unreal. Yep. Yeah. And to anyone who, I mean, literally, Ministry of Truth is straight out of Orwell, 1984. That is, like, like why don't we just, like, cut straight to the chase to something that people are a lot more familiar with and just call them stormtroopers? Right. Yeah. yeah. Or the ring wraiths or something like that. But I mean, like, if you're going to copy, like, for my Fed agents listening in to us, if you're going to copy a name uh, of an organization and uh, their job description, why would you pick something that is straight out, like, the very well known as the bad, the 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 antagonist organization and just pick their name and their job description and say we're going to use this and also as far as people with the soft names like the ministry of truth do you really think people that the people that are come are going to come and knock down your doors and are, are going to be called the gestapo are going to which originally was uh regarding quote-unquote health but did you really think it was going to be something called like the death squad or the executioners coming through? They're always going to give it a soft name so that it can be like, oh, these people are here. They're good. They're for our, oh, the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's never going to be called something that you think that is going to be, oh, this is obviously the bad guy, the force of Satan or something like that. It is always going to be uh something because you have to have you know you have to get people behind you so it's always going it. to be something like that yeah that's it and the ministry of truth but they put in he puts in quotes the ministry of truth so i guess it's the the ministry of disinformation but do you really think the ministry of disinformation is going to be putting forth truthful information and 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 isn't it a joke that our government that who, who we've pointed out many, many examples just in this conversation alone, not to mention our previous talks about government sanctioned misinformation. Mm-hmm. So what is that fall under the CIA, more? you would think? You, you, Intelligence agency. But they're the specialists at it, right? I mean, uh, yep. the, you, you've, you've heard that quote of Mike Pompeo as head of the CIA, right? That he said, uh, we, he was speaking to a college and he said, um, you know, we teach whole courses on misinformation. We're specialists at lying. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's from the head polygraphs. of the no. Sorry, what's the early days, I said back in the early days, they had polygraphs to be able to train themselves on that. There you go. There you go. So you don't you don't get your next golden bar until you can beat the machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what a crazy time, you know, up is down, black is white, left is right, you know, do do as the government says, because they'll protect you. They always have your best interest in mind and don't question authority. Yeah, I, I still I'm baffled that this isn't something directly under this. A, if you look at their motto, uh, the work of the nation, the center of intelligence, uh, the unofficial motto is uh, a quote from John eight thirty two in the Bible. And ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That's their They have that as their quote unofficial motto. You can look it up right there. Wow. So, yeah, the, I mean. Ministry of Truth, and then they quote John eight thirty two. I, I feel I, I feel like there's a little more to this than what they're letting on to, obviously. But uh, hey, now that we have the Patriot Act, now they have uh, that means we can have uh, the Department of Homeland uh, Security Agency and uh, the CIA all uh, in it together. So I'm sure that it's meant to overlap. Absolutely. And then the NSA is garnering all that information, of course, not to be used domestically, but it will be and it has been. So if the NSA is the information gathering branch, uh, you know, the Department of Homeland Security is probably the uh, legislative branch that will bring charges to you. And then the CIA is are the, the boots on the ground. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, um, to to the people who uh, I doubt you're the kind of person that listens to it, uh, that holds this kind of view, but for anybody out there that's rejoicing in this uh, and thinking that now we can shut down our political opposition over it, okay, what happens when it's Trump? Because you know he's running again. Mm-hmm. What happens? How do you feel about Bush having that, uh, the next Bush? It's inevitably somebody else is going to have it and you're going to be on the other end of that gun. Is this really is something that you want to be used against you? You know, yeah. there used to be, uh, they make fun of the preppers and preppers used to put out really stupid memes or uh, people that were really into that BS of uh, anonymous and uh, would have the the mask up and the meme would say stuff like, think while you can, uh, or at least while it's still legal. And uh, well, now we're looking at it and uh, that might be going away soon because granted, you might be able to quote unquote think for yourself now, but I mean, thinking thoughts mean absolutely nothing. Like the old saying goes, um, if a tree falls in the woods, but no one's there to hear it, uh, is there sound? You know, you can have a thought, but that thought means absolutely nothing and it has no value until it is uh, either brought into existence by speaking of words or brought about by action. And normally bringing about through action is uh, the precursor to that is uh, spreading of word and your thoughts until they get narrowing up, your thoughts mean absolutely nothing, uh, keeping it to yourself. And so the way you put that out is communication, whether it's social media, whether it's talking with other people or what have you until you vocalize that, until you actually give life to your thought, your thoughts are just simply uh, free floating uh, neurons and ideas that mean absolutely nothing. You know, your thoughts, you know, what's that old saying? Uh, Your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your action, your action becomes your character, your character becomes, or uh, thoughts become your, uh, your habits, your habits come your character, your character becomes your legacy. There you, you know, go. That it's it is the most sacred 
part of who you are, which is your thoughts and your ability to communicate them. So, yeah, this is all so that they can make sure that they don't have a repeat of 2016 where they let go of everything. Because remember, it was never supposed to be Trump. It was supposed to be, they had, before they had a model set out of either way, the agencies uh, get to win, whether it's Bush or it's Al Gore, whether it's Bush or Kerry, whether it is McCain or Obama, where it's Obama or Mitt Romney. And then they deviated from that and just go, well, we're just flat out. It's, it is her time. It is Hillary Clinton's. And so it was supposed to be a big blowout and it ended up completely backfiring because people have had enough of fake choices. Now you starting to see, granted, he might not make it again and stuff, but you've unlocked uh, Ron DeSantis and you've unlocked a lot of third party people. I personally, I don't go third party. I think there's a lot more hope for me to try to go and rebuild the party that I'm in than uh, start a new one. But you're seeing that a lot with a lot of primaries and a lot of establishment Republicans and a lot of establishment Democrats, but Democrats in general are sweating bullets coming November um, because uh, even when locally within your own party um there's a lot of primaries happening and it's it's not a sure win yet and this is yeah. happening not just nationally this is happening worldwide france was so freaking close with it uh with uh macron versus who was that other person i was extremely nationalist that they were running against yeah well it's been i can't recall that name but it's like you said it's sweeping internationally the move towards nationalism yeah, which uh, that that's personally where I hold, you know, the, uh, this global American empire. You look how Rome spread across so much, but you can only go so thin until things start to crumble. And one of the ways that started was their economy and how they devalued their currency. And you look at uh, Britain, you know, similarly and how they've crumbled, spread way too thin. And then they go through a crisis and now they're reduced to pretty much an island. Um, and then the U.S same thing and we're we're focusing on being reduced and it looks like somebody else is going to be taking the reins i'd like to just see just quite simple nationalism value their country value their ideals value their local community no need to go and spread out throughout focus on ourselves we don't make our own medicines we don't make our own food we don't make our own fertilizers we don't make our own uh build it well i mean maybe a little bit with our buildings but most of our materials imported elsewhere we the only thing that was left the last block for america that we were exporting was culture and our culture has been going to absolute crap to the point where other countries are saying you know we if this is what the west has to offer we're not interested and uh it could unfortunately it could lead to uh us either 100 percent collapsing uh, as a nation and as a society, or we might just be heavily, heavily reduced like how England has been. And, uh, you know, that could be hard at first, but that might end up being good for us. The only problem is the power vacuum on who's going to grab it because it looks like China or Russia are butting up for it. It looks like mm-hmm. more heavily China. So I don't know how you, once you start going and going imperial for world domination, I don't know how you put this cat back in the bag to where it's just Nate. But um, yeah. yeah, it's scary times to be alive. I, 
I agree. And, um, and, you know, nationalism gets a bad name because everybody thinks Nazis, right? Thinks it's going to yeah. go directly to to totalitarian, authoritarian governments, right? It don't, doesn't have to be that way. You know, the, the nicer way of saying it is America first. Focus on, you know, and, and, it's, exactly. and it's a personal thing, right? They say focus on the three feet around you, then your local, then your household, then your local community, then your city, then your state than your country. So it's basically that ideal. It doesn't have to lead towards some totalitarian or authoritarian government. It has to do with us putting ourselves and our communities before we go and try to change the ideals or the economies or the thought processes of some foreign country. But like, how about we fix the water in Flint, Michigan, before we give 13 billion to Ukraine? Most people probably can't point out Ukraine on a freaking map. Um, and you bring, you brought up, uh, you know, the, the Hillary Clinton and the Trump thing. Well, here's how egotistical the DNC is or was. And, uh, and I'm sure that, that the CIA or some three letter agencies were in cahoots with them, but they picked Donald Trump as what they called a Pied Piper candidate, meaning yep. he would lead enough people to, but they thought they would stop him. So talk about delusional arrogance, right? Yep. That's what happens when they broke from their uh, they broke from their original game book that they've been doing for decades upon decades, and it bit them in the ass. Thankfully, mm -hmm. and you also mentioned that we're at this point in time we're able to think freely, but how for how much longer, right? Until the neural links around, then they can trace our thoughts. I mean, this 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 is directly uh, it links to the movie The Minority Report, you know, mm -hmm. and the Bureau of Pre Crime. Like, oh, you were considering you know, committing a crime, you are under arrest. Yep. It's, it's really not all that far away. Maybe 20 years at best. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, look at China's, it, it, um, uh, their state of security right now with how they're, uh, lording over and, uh, monitoring their, their public. It's oh yeah. People wailing from the towers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, I mean, do you remember back in 2020, Michael Bay put out, uh, I watched the movie while we were under lockdown, a movie called Songbird. No. We're like, okay, you never saw that movie. I'm writing it down. Oh my gosh. It's, it's fiction, but it came true in like a year and a half where uh, there were, it, it was called, it was based on COVID-24 because oh, this wow. was all to take place five years in the future. You knew as soon as COVID hit, like Michael Bay's like, I have a job. So yeah. um, the gist of the story is there's quote unquote the munis. So they get to go out and they have bracelets, uh, identify them as munis. The whole place is under uh, one big giant lockdown. And so there will be a small batch of people doing the work so that people can live in lockdown. And mm -hmm. they hit on different things like uh, the debilitating uh, ethics that it has to people who just have relations with the screen and how it will affect your personal and social life um but then one of the things that it has them do the, the the main plot of the movie is um he knows this girl via video chat listens to her streams and uh has the hots for her and she kind of has the hots for him and so he just wants to run away and get away with her and uh but one of the things that's holding him back is constantly they will have a notice come up on their phone that they have to 
take a picture of themselves and they have to do this. Uh, you have about 15 minutes to go and send it from when the notice comes out on your phone. Otherwise, people will come and take you away to uh, what they were calling Q camps for quarantine camps. And wow. uh, so you would the people would go and take pictures of them and would also test their vitals. And so they would see things like their temperature and all that stuff that's happening right now, right now over in China. And this was a movie that came out in the winter of, but that's happening right now. And then what happens is the villain will come and with uh, people over in gas masks and hazmat suits, take them away. And, Oh, well you were considered a close contact. So you're getting taken away to a Q zone. And so that's the general premise. And so he's trying to get her uh, falsified uh, bracelet saying that she's a meanie so they can go and run away and have their love life together. Um, but it's not a quite as easy as you would think we're set up. But that's just the basic premise. And we're living in it in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I mean, you know, and what's going to happen when when we, you know, a ton of working class stiffs, blue collar stiffs lose their jobs to automation, which is just around the corner. Like yep. you said, the, you know, the minority reports 20 years in the future. Well, Elon Musk says self-driving cars are five years in the future. Fifty percent of all non-skilled labor are driving jobs. So 50% mm -hmm. of non-skilled labor, boom, out the window. And then how soon is it before we have, you know, robots flipping burgers, uh, your barista at Starbucks, a waitress? I've already been to a sushi sushi joint where a robot brought you the food. Yeah. So, Do you guys have giants out west over in California? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, we have uh, giants here, and uh, they have robots that'll roam around and secure and do i mean it, it's it is, they put googly ass on it so that you can uh, make quote, quote, oh, eye contact with it but it you're rolls talking around. about a security apparatus i don't know if it's security apparatus but it, it's there to do jobs like check out on stell uh shelves uh make sure that things are properly put away take inventory things like that but that's going to be blue collar jobs gone but you know as far as um your timing is probably off with uh, automated driving since quote unquote the honkening, the great a honkening came out over in uh, Canada and a small blip of it over in the US where they were having those truckers do that massive protest where they clogged up all the streets and just wailed on their horns oh, yeah. uh, to protest the, you know, that they got in touch with a whole bunch of people uh, working on this stuff and be like, you need to make this priority number uno. So yeah. that will well, that will be the first chip to fall, I believe, will be to get rid of drivers so that they don't have to worry about that kink in the in their supply chain. Absolutely. And, and you know, the self-driving semi already exists. You know, it's mm -hmm. got one seat in the center of the cab so that somebody could hypothetically sit there. But, you know, that seat could be eliminated very simply. Um, yep. this, I mean, it just brings up crazy stuff. We have these FEMA camps that are sitting empty. We're looking at, at a mass automation of a huge portion of our jobs. We're an undereducated country, so we don't have a lot of people that would qualify for higher level or professional jobs. So what happens to all these people? You know, do, do we grind them into dog food? Is that yeah. what's going to happen? One of them that they were working on in the early years of the Obama administration was um, for some reason FEMA sought 
the need to go and build guillotines, like French oh. Revolution stuff. Yeah. Talk about cheap way of, uh, you know, and then you just automate it with a solar panel and forget about it, right? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, I don't know. Maybe I think this has been a great one. This is probably a good point to wrap it with the automated guillotine taking over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 scary times, but here it is in our face. Sad but true. You know, I, I um, I've seen this coming for a long time. I was hoping I wouldn't be right, but it, you know, it, it keeps ending up that my predictions are becoming reality, and um, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you got for our listeners to close out with, Trav? Um. Well, right now, it seems like the only thing that's really happening on the news is uh, Elon Musk related. And unfortunately, uh, Ministry of Truth wraps right into that. Um, so I'd say be keeping an eye on that. Uh, other than that, um, I've been saddled with a whole lot of stuff hitting my life all at once. But uh, on Anchor, I will be starting to have a show up hopefully sometime in uh, mid-June. So start to look out for that soon. In the meantime, you can catch me over on Stereo. I am the Thunder Monkey. I do some talks with Dave's and I do a little independent stuff as well. Um, be sure to check me out there and you can follow me on Getter as well. I'll be explaining to more media sites soon. Probably now, uh, thanks to Elon, I might even be opening up a Twitter soon. Uh, but that's all I got for me now. That's awesome. Yeah, I've got high hopes for Twitter, uh, you know, becoming a, an actual uh, platform for sp free speech. Uh, thank you, Travis. This has been a great talk. Thank you for people for tuning in. Um, please check out my podcast. And another thing with Dave, you can hear uh, the tr previous talks that Travis and I have done. We've done um, six previous episodes, uh, one, the last being called the new alliance forming as an old currency dies. That's a three part series. And then before that was the fourth turn, uh, World War III, the fourth turning, and the New World Order. And that's also a three-part series. And this will be chopped up and put out on 20 different out outlets um, as a three-part series. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you, Travis, and uh, look forward Pleasure to our next always. talk. Have a wonderful day. You as well, my friend. Take care. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.